changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's a special day today because our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Best Mom Ever, goes on sale. So let's talk about moms. We love them whether we think they're perfect or not, because we all know that the mom we have is perfect for us. So here's the thing about this book. It's especially meaningful to me because after working on this book for a year, which means coming up with the concept, collecting thousands of submissions, reading them and narrowing down the list to 101 stories, making the chapters, on the very day that I was scheduled to start editing the 101 stories in the book, December 28th, my mother was rushed to the hospital. She was still alive over the next six days. I sat by her hospital bed, and I actually edited the first two chapters of the book. And then she passed away. We don't really know what happened, except that she had type 2 diabetes, and everything was just shutting down at once. My mother's mother had lived well into her 90s, and she smoked cigarettes the whole way. So I thought that my dynamic mother had lots of runway ahead of her. Despite the fact that she thought that the perfect diet was a couple of Cokes and a Snickers bar every day, she really was addicted to her Coca-Cola, and she didn't care that it wasn't exactly the recommended beverage for someone with type 2 diabetes. In fact, she demanded that I get her a Coke one day. It was the day before she died. I had to get permission from the doctors, but they eventually said it was okay. So I went down to the cafe in the lobby of the hospital, and I bought her a Coke. And then I held it while she sipped a little through a straw that I stuck in through her oxygen mask. That's how much she wanted Coke. But her oxygen, which had been dangerously low, soared with that first sip of Coke. I was amazed. She smiled, and she whispered, delicious, through her oxygen mask. She died the next day but I was glad I had been able to get her that Coke that she wanted so much. So I finished editing this new book about moms while planning my mom's funeral, caring for my dazed and confused 87-year-old, now 88-year-old father, and doing all the other things that you do after your mother dies. I don't know if it was good for me or bad for me, but I do know that I love the stories in this book, and I laughed and cried my way through the editing process. It might have accelerated my grieving and healing, or it might have just been like rubbing salt in my wounds. But I did it because a book deadline is a book deadline, and that's what we do, right? We power through, and we fulfill our obligations. The chapter that was the hardest was the last one in the book. It was called A Mother's Legacy. That's where we put all of the stories where the writers were talking about their mothers who were gone and what they learned from them. And there was a wonderful story in that chapter by Trudy Nash. This story had a big impact on me. In her story, Trudy tells us that she had buried her mother three days earlier, and she was driving home after filling up her car with stuff from her mother's house, including all those smelly funeral flowers. It was pouring outside, too, which seemed appropriate, given how Trudy was feeling. As she was driving... Trudy saw a family crossing the street in front of her. There was a mother and a father and two babies. 
The parents each carried one child, and they were unsuccessfully trying to shield them from the rain. Trudy wished that she could offer the family a ride, but her car was completely full. There wasn't even room for one person besides her. But then she saw her mother's leopard print umbrella. It was sitting right where she could reach it. She honked the horn, and she signaled to the father, and she reached out the window and gave him the umbrella, and he hurried back to his family with it. The mom and the two kids got under that umbrella, and Trudy realized that one of the things she was going to miss about her mother was just that, her ability to be her shelter in a storm, which was the title of Trudy's story. I guess that's symbolic of all our mothers. They are our shelters in whatever storms pass through our lives, our umbrellas, our cheerleaders, our chief advisors, and our role models for how to be the very best human beings that we can be. And even when they're gone, their unconditional support for us lives on, and we can still feel it surrounding us as we go through our days. Last week, I continued to learn more about my mother by going through her things, and I pulled open a drawer in a room that I thought I had already finished emptying, and there I found about a dozen cute little folding umbrellas, the kind that you can carry in a purse. I'm going to share them with my siblings my kids, my niece and nephew, the grandchildren, so we can all have one more little piece of my mother to provide us with our own shelter in a storm. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Come back tomorrow. I'm going to tell you another story from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Best Mom Ever. This one about a mom who had incredible intuition and could somehow see the future, even saving her family from certain death more than once.